Welcome back to Pardon the Punctuation. This is what, our sixth episode now? Technically episode number six, but technically episode number five. Can't be too technically. Well, it doesn't even make, I mean, you just fouled out. Including <laughs> the pilot episode, episode number six. Ground zero. Ground zero. To hero. That's right. Here we go. Um, obviously, uh, we had a little, uh, little, little rally song, I guess. What do you call those? I don't even know. That's Anthems? the FC Cincinnati Bailey. All right. That's the song they march into every game. All of them? I think so. All the different groups get together and all come in together like that? I'm almost 95% sure yes. Well, uh-huh. the the Bailey, because they march right into the Bailey. So okay. whoever's tickets for the Bailey, I'm pretty sure that's what they walk into. Hell is real. Hell is real. I saw it on a sign. I did too. Once. So we're going to get right into FC Cincinnati. Let's do it. All right. So you watched, right? I did. What, what I mean, coming out, out the gates, I mean, I got a lot of notes here on things that statistically happened, but what did you think watching? Um, watching, um, I realized that Pittsburgh, uh, their soccer team is just like their football team. How do you mean? A bunch of pansies. I thought you meant black and yellow. No, I don't right. think they are actually one of the few teams. Yeah, probably the only team. They Outside would barely get touched college. and then just fall to the ground and start crying. A lot like a LeBron James. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. But uh, hey, it was a good game. Uh, I was scared when I turned the game on. We were down by one, um, but we came through. Uh, unfortunately, tie two to two. But you know that happens. Well, apparently they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, they uh, were not scored on in the first four matches. That's I correct. I don't know if you knew that or not. We were the first ones to score on Pittsburgh this year. Um, they, twice. Let's, we, we did score twice, I which mean, actually was the amount of goals that they had had scored against them the entire season. We did twice what four other teams couldn't do. Correct. There which makes us awesome. So it ended up being a 2-2 draw. Yes. It was at Nippert. Uh, the Riverhounds, like we said, um, they had given up two goals all season. Correct. Before today. So we it wasn't the first two goals scored. Um, No. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they said that on the TV. I took notes. I did too. On the TV, they maybe, said maybe they have we, not been scored on this year. Uh, they aren't in first place, so I don't know. Well. Louisville's in first place. We... I don't know. I don't know. We got some homework to do. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. In any case, uh, forward Danny Koenig scored in the 59th minute. Yep. Midfielder Kenny Walker scored in the 78th minute. Yep. And uh, we have eight points right now as FC. Uh, That puts us in sixth place in the conference. Still best start of the, the, the franchise. And five points behind Louisville. And I'm okay with that. Louisville's number one. Um, so we don't, we don't like Louisville. I mean, that goes without being said. What? Streamer gate. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what streamer gate is, go ahead, Ed. Oh, so two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, you know, they like to bring the streamers out in soccer. Yeah. And, uh, the FC Cincy fans far away from the pitch and, they're shooting streamers off and the Louisville. I think they uh, brought the smoke bombs too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And that, the that's Louisville. probably what set them off a little eh. bit. I don't understand why anybody's upset about it. It's not harming anything. It's not but... harming anything. 
but you know their field crew came out and tried to kick us out tried to say if you guys keep playing with those streamers we're going to kick you out but you know what you're saying us like you've accepted this team i watched the i mean you did watch the whole game yeah i mean i get it I'm a fan. All right. I'm a fan. I wore my shirt on Saturday. I'm we learning. Down, uh, my wife and I went down to the conservatory with her family. Did you uh, steal least, a butterfly? We didn't steal any good, butterflies. Good, good, good. Um, but it was still cool going down there. But uh, I did wear my, my new shirt. I it saw was that. The lion head. With I the, saw that. With the crown. Reminded me of King James a little bit. That's I right. was proud of you. Oh, God. <laughs> I was proud of you. Um, in any case, uh, the... The, the club did make some moves this week. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I'm not. All right. So they released uh, left back. I'm going to butcher these names. Um, Hyosu Curias. Curias. That's pretty good. Um, he was from Spain. They wanted him to be able to go back home to Spain. Um, they also made a, a situation where Garrett Halfhill was um, actually switched to New York Cosmos. So he gone. And they signed Michael Lahoud, which uh, he's a midfielder. He plays internationally for Sierra Leone. So when they do like the World Cup and all that, he plays for Sierra Leone. That's good. And, uh, he actually has played um, several seasons uh, from 09 to 14. He played in the MLS. And uh, he, 96 games, two goals. Um, so it brings a little bit of experience from MLS into the fray. And uh, he played for Miami FC the last two years. Hey. So, uh, Sounds like he has some talent. They made some moves, you know. Um, with that all being said, it was not a week without drama, which is apparently kind of becoming a theme this year for FC, um, as there were some issues when they released a player earlier this season um, and then the stadium ongoing drama, which uh, a couple things that came up this year, this week, actually. Uh, there's supposedly going to be a 9% sales tax at the stadium and other certain adjacent properties um, as compared to the standard 7% of Hamilton County. What do you think about that? So it's just in that area? Correct. Hmm. Um, I mean, what's it going to make any different from any other stadium, right? It's, the it's, beers are still going to be expensive. It's all part of trying to rebuild the community around where the stadium is going to be, but I'm sure there's also some other kickbacks. I guess I'm okay with that. I mean, I don't know. You go to you, – you expect to pay higher prices right. anytime you go to anywhere that's right. like something entertainment like that. I mean, just think about how much we're paying in – it's not sales tax, but how much more are you paying for beverages and drinks right. when you go to like – the Reds game or even the stupid movies. Yeah, when when the Holy Grail had that pizza uh, restaurant down there, mm-hmm. I was still paying like $3 for a slice of pizza when I could get a slice cheaper somewhere else. $3 isn't bad for a slice of pizza. Maybe it was more. I'm, I was paying I'm, a lot for a slice really of pizza. really hoping that it was. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was. I was paying a lot for a slice of pizza <laughs> just because I was down there. And I could get it at a walk-up window. Maybe it was like one of the squares of La Rosa's or something. Like, oh, man, that sounds delicious. I had it Friday. It was I'm on Weight Watchers. That sucks. Yep. Oh, so um, there was there was that that came up, and also um, the president of the West End Community Council, uh, Keith Blake, uh, he was impeached. So they they brought a petition of impeachment, um, and it, the the Enquirer actually quoted this: uh, he was engaging in conduct unbecoming of an of an officer. 
and failed to conduct meetings in an orderly fashion. He's also accused of speaking out on issues in the name of the community council without authorization, failed to submit business transactions that he, that he transacted, um, to full community council for ratification and the hearing is supposed to be within the next 30 days. When they announced at this meeting that he was being impeached, he put on his jacket and he left the meeting. It was a public meeting. So he expected it. Uh, no, I don't, I think he bl- was blindsided actually. Was there a dress involved? How you mean? Just, you know, Nope. being impeached dresses, Monica Lewinsky. Cigars. Cigars. <laughs> no, I don't think any of that was involved. Um, the community's just outraged that they feel like he didn't um, get the best deal possible for what he could have got for the West End. I mean... And they okay. feel like he acted almost as a rogue. I mean, my thing is, beggars can't be choosers, right? I mean, you're... It could have been in Northern Kentucky. It could have been in Northern Kentucky. And then you have And nothing. you could have got no money nothing. at all. And he made the deal happen. And because exactly. from all reports I was reading up until like that week of the the announcement of the West End, it wasn't supposed to be in the West End. No. It was going towards Oakley or it was going towards Northern Kentucky. Yep. And they couldn't get things together. And all of a sudden, this West End deal, which looked dead by all rights, all of a sudden it happened. Hey. I don't know. I'm in, I'm intrigued to see how this whole story continues to unfold because uh, every week it seems like there's something else. So... I don't know. In any case, uh, the club has last place, Ottawa Fury SC, at two on Saturday. So we should win. That's the idea. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Four more points gets us four more points closer to uh, that number one spot. Now, is that on TV? Um, You'd have to ask somebody who actually has cable. I'll probably watch it. That sounds about right. Yeah. So that's all I got on FC. Hey. We're Moving on, it. though. Yeah. The Cincinnati Reds. Uh, hashtag Fire Brian Price. That worked out. It, it did. It did. It, your first hashtag. It, I don't even think it took 24 hours. Um, well, what day was, did we, we last record? We recorded on Tuesday, so that yeah. would have been the 17th. So we he released was fired it. on the tw- on the 18th. Yeah. We released it probably about 11 o'clock on one Tuesday night, and he was fired the next morning. I'm fairly proud of that. Hey, you should be, man. You had a you had it, you know, your first campaign. Second. What was the first? Well, that's your first hashtag campaign. Okay. Sorry. Your first prediction was AJ McCarron. Well, that was a prediction. You yeah. predicted Preston Brown coming home. I tried it. And uh here we are three for three. I think that makes us good. I'd like to lobby um for something happening in the upper office but i don't feel like it's going to happen quite yet so i don't feel like we're ready to make that bold move in campaigning on something like that but i feel like that's the next move that has to happen if this club can't figure it out um in any case brian price lasted six 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 games how awesome is that i wouldn't be happy if i was him i'd be like i need one more just give me one more why couldn't you fire me yesterday? <laughs> Why could I end with 665? Six, six, mean, not 666. Six, six. Give me any other number. Jesus God Almighty. I'm praying to the heavens above. Give me any other number than the devil's number. 666. Six, six. But uh, he ended up 279 and 387, uh, which ended up being like 41 and some change uh, percent, which I would have never even guessed that he was that high. 
No. Because it's been an awful four seasons under his management. I never thought it was that high. Um, this season, he was 3-15 when they cut ties. Um, since then, um, depending on what happens tonight, because right now we're looking at a 4-4 tie in the eighth, um, we've been 2-3. and three. We did get swept by the Cardinals. You know and what that, that means, that right? That hurts every time. What does that mean? You know what two wins means, right? Um, I believe it's actually been said what two wins means. We won a game yesterday. And if we win one today, that's two in a row. We win one tomorrow, that's called a winning streak. It has happened before. So let's see some hustle. Let's jack it up a little. I got a feeling things are about to turn around for us. Do you have a feeling things are about to turn around for us? I mean... <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're trying some <laughs> we, new stuff. We tonight. are trying some new stuff, and we're we're having a little stumbling. Through, I don't know why that didn't work the first time. I mean, it's like having a conversation with that on a regular basis. You stuff just kind of stumble through all of it. Stuff happens. Um, no, I mean, we knew that, that there needed to be some changes made. Right. Right now, like, where we're at, we are sitting at 5-18. and 18. We are trending 35 wins. And I don't know if you do math that quickly, Ed, but out of 162, that means we are trending, what, 127 losses. That's really bad. That's $127 off a new grill at Wardway's Fuel. (laughs) You haven't seen the sign? No, that's a real deal. Yes. Get out of here. It's all over Twitter. Oh, my God. So, no, I mean... Changes need to be made. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's really hard to be excited about this team, but you can be encouraged in little spurts. Right now, I'm encouraged. Um, we do have some things to look forward to. Um, Kevin Quackenbush was released, the relief pitcher, and it doesn't sound like a big move on the outside. But what that means is they did bring up Kevin Shackelford, who was already on the 40-man roster. So that means that we have one open space on the 40-man roster. And do you know what that means? I do not. That means that Nick Senzel, if the club decides to bring him in, could very easily be brought in. And he has been 11 of 33 in the last, I don't know, couple games that he's played. I mean, we're talking probably about 10, 11 games at that point. But, yeah, I mean, he's improving. He's doing things that he's supposed to do down in Louisville. And uh, they were talking about his bat wasn't coming around. Well, now his bat is coming around. Hey. So he could be the question mark for coming in at shortstop, third base. Um, also, Eugenio Suarez. He's going on uh, rehab. He or is. He's on, yeah. He's ahead of schedule. In Louisville. And that's all good. Nothing but good. I think somebody predicted him to be up this week. This week? Uh, somebody said they would be surprised to see him within the next You just don't rush so. him back on this team. Well, I mean, it's just. I mean, it's a broken thumb. I get it. But you don't. There's no reason to rush anybody back right now, especially if this guy is supposed to be part of the future of this quote-unquote rebuild. That's um, a good point. So we have one more against Atlanta tonight. Um, I think this is the last one, um, either tonight or tomorrow. Um, and then we have three against Minnesota, three against Milwaukee. Um, I don't know. I want this team to continue to just focus, one game at a time, one series at a time. Yep, that's it. That's literally it. 
I mean, do what you got to do to win. I don't, I don't want to keep watching a losing team. Put everything that happened already in the rear view. And yep. just one game at a time. That's it. You just have to train yourself to think that way. And um, Riggleman really needs to look at this as a like a job interview. I mean, not really. I, I mean, he's kind of old. Like he knows the writing's on the wall. Like, but I don't think he'd get it in Cincinnati. But maybe somewhere else. No, he's no. already been somewhere else. He's been in Chicago. He's been in Washington. He's fairly old. Which brings me to my next point, which, you know, we still have John Farrell kind of waiting in the wings as a scout. He is a World Series champion. Well, so so he's, I, he's I still here. think Larkin next year. Um, I don't know if you read the report, but upper management is being it's, – it's being reported that upper management is very unhappy the way that he publicly lobbied for the job. I'm very unhappy with the way they started this season. I mean, I so. get it. I'm I'm with you. Two wrongs make I. a right. I mean, I don't. That's not a thing. That's fractions. <laughs> Here we go again on the High fractions. School algebra. Um, a, a name that has been linked, Joe Girardi. Now, and Joe Girardi did coach the Yankees just last year. He's also coached the Marlins. But he was not. Uh, the the Yankees management didn't. They didn't agree with him, and you know why? Because he didn't agree. win the World Series, but he made it into the playoffs. Like, well, Dusty Baker made it in the playoffs. I don't know. It's I, somebody from the outside that uh, doesn't know this. He's not going to come in with being tender. You know what I mean with these guys because he knows these guys, right? I don't know. It's just a different voice, different perspective. Somebody that comes from a winning culture, and I don't know. It'd just be something different in in house. Yeah, I mean, new, you get a point. Uh, he bring a new staff, bring a new just outlook, and he knows what it is to win. That's a I, huge thing. I don't know. Don't get me I, wrong. Larkin knows what it is to win, but I don't I know. Still, it, it, Sean Casey wants it. Yeah, I think you're making that up right now. No, Danny Graves went on Twitter and said, "Bring in Sean Casey." <laughs> I'm. That doesn't mean he wants it. That means that Danny Raves wants the mayor to take over the city again. Yeah, well, someone has to. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out. I, I'm of this. I'm one, not worried about it until the end of the season. Castellini thinks that we're still quote unquote competitive. It is four to four. We'll see. They're they're scoring runs anyway. We're competitive on Mondays. <laughs> so moving on, it is draft week. Draft week. So I don't know how excited you get about draft week, but draft week, draft week for me is like Christmas. Like I'm going to be glued to TV and my phone Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Like Danielle's going to be angry. That's tomorrow night. So yeah, yeah, I'll have to come downstairs to watch it because Michelle will be watching Jersey reunion. Like Danielle's literally going to be angry at me. Oh, well. I'm not even kidding. I know this going into this week. It is like a, a little bit of Christmas. I mean, as far as football goes, because we're Bengals right. fans and we don't really know what a playoff win feels like. But generally, we do well in the draft. I mean, that's that's yes. I, that's I, what, I would agree with that. That's what we get the most excited about. We get Bengals excited fans. about the drafts. Um, I also get excited about fantasy football draft. I don't know which I get that's more excited about. That's a good point. But I love drafts. And with that being said, I don't like my mock drafts. No? No. Huh. Which is weird. I like reading them, but I don't put anything in any of them. I never do a mock draft. Um, I know some people like make their own. I'm talking to you, Ron Jackson. Um, but, 
I never had the patience or drive to do anything like that on my own, right? Um, because it's not going. It's going to be so broken before we even get past the this year, especially before you even get past the tenth pick. Right. I don't know what's going on with this this year's draft. Nobody does. It's yeah. wild. We're there's going to be. I, I think there's going to be more trades than we've ever seen. They're saying this is a good quarterback draft. I mean that that yeah that's obvious. Five Which, guys that could go in the top six picks. I'm going to start my hashtag campaign. Uh-oh. Who day for Mayfield? He's not making it past 10. Right. Well, you know. He's not making it past 10. I I hope. So, some of the names that are actually associated with the Bengals, since Cleveland at number one is being rumored with Baker Mayfield right I'm gonna now. I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. I mean, that came out this morning, you know, the smoke screens and what have you. Um they, they did report that Cleveland is considering. They would take Baker Mayfield because Baker that's, Mayfield. A cle- that's a complete Cleveland move. You're talking about him coming down to 21. I, He's not coming to 21. Your boy. Um, Lamar Jackson? No. With the tattoos and from Alabama. Uh, quarterback? Manziel. He's... From Alabama? No. No. Texas Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he was supposed to go in the first round. Remember Not them, my boy. Remember them sitting, he was sitting there drinking the vodka and Not they kept showing it over and over again? I thought that was Brady Quinn that they did that with. And both of them. They did that with him too. Yeah. They both went to Cleveland. Whoops. <laughs> well, I think Cleveland, a trend. I think Cleveland should take quarterback one and four. And you neither got, one of them will play this year. You got twice a chance. Neither one of them will play this year. Talking about a team that we care about. These, oh, you mean the Cincinnati Bengals? These Bengals. So here is... Here's the Bengal crawling. Mean and angry. Here he comes the crawling. Mean and hungry. And offensive brutes. But that's roots. And defensive leads. The whole list. The whole time that was playing. Um, here's a rundown of the guys that I've seen different mock drafts having us take. Feel free to jump in on any of these guys. Let's go for it. All right. Frank Ragnow. You know anything about this guy? No. Center. We need a center. Center. <laughs> he, I'll take him. He could be a guard also. He can kind of drift between two spots from Arkansas. Hey, Arkansas generally been good to us. Billy Price. Center. Ohio State. Is he related to Brian? No. Good. Take him. Torn Peck. He's supposed to be good to go. Cleared by June. That's fine. Colton Miller. I don't know anything about this dude. Offensive tackle, UCLA. James Daniels, another center, Iowa. Will Hernandez, guard, UTEP. Isaiah Wynn, guard, Georgia. We do Georgia. love us some Georgia boys. Yes. Um, Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle, Notre Dame. Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, Alabama. Lamar Jackson, quarterback, Louisville. What round do they have him? Have us taking him? This is all first round picks that I've seen go to us. Okay. And Justin Reed, safety, Stanford. And if that name sounds a little familiar, it's because his brother Eric Reed was just here on a visit. Right. Also a safety who did not get signed because of the knee. Yep. So, what are your thoughts on? Any of those dudes. Do you have any thoughts? Mike Brown does not draft a quarterback in the first round. 
Correct. A backup, at least. So, uh, I'm going with the center. Which one? The first one. Frank Ragnow? That's the one. That's the one? Yep. That He's apparently a man mountain. I bet you Dave Lapham loves him. That, I mean, that's kind of, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's a... Uh, Pollock, the new offensive line coach. Yeah, I think that's his style is to get these big old boys. Plus, he can play guard. And there, there is that. Yeah, but he's not going to be playing guard if we don't have another center. Well, we 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 need a center, so he's going to play center. That's that's imperative. Yeah, yeah, uh, especially with uh, old boy last year going going to Buffalo. Huh. I should throw my hat in the ring for that for, at center. Yeah, get out of here. Three time flag football champion. You not at center? Well. Yeah. You played a little center, but oh, yeah. usually it's Big Mike. Center. That's right. Well, for the, the first two championships, center. <laughs> I'm so glad you hung him up. Um, I don't know. I'm excited to see this the way this draft unfolds. I know we got a lot of picks. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we did make a move as far as a trade oh, yeah. uh, with, the, with the amount of picks that we have. For sure. Um, some of the names that I've seen linked with us um, outside of the first round pick. Um at least one of the names that I've seen that, that sticks out is uh, Shaq Griffin. I don't know if you know anything about Shaq Griffin. Nope. Linebacker. UCF. One hand. They're national champions. <laughs> they they are oh, yeah, self-proclaimed that's national champions. Um, but he was the guy that had like the apparatus hooked yeah. up to his, his arm um, as he was doing the bench. Yeah. Um, he's a crazy good player. I'd be super excited to see a guy like him end up here. Um, I don't know, good character guy. Clearly he has an unfathomable workhorse. Well, yeah, uh, he has to. Yeah. I mean. You're playing literally behind the eight ball. Right, exactly. In comparison with other players at exactly. your position. I and mean. Here he is. They're, they're talking, like I saw a mock taking us, uh, us taking him in like the fourth round. He'll be one of those chip on the shoulder guys too, which we love, right? I mean, we like value. We like guys with a chip. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they they make another move for a receiver at some point because uh, they're they're not happy with some of the other moves that they've made. Um, I think this year is going to be a lot about guys that aren't like flashy players. Right. Though. They're going to be guys that play in the trenches, the defensive tackle, the. I mean, most of the guys that we have being projected in the first round are tackle guard center. Um, that's clearly in the trenches, and those are positions that need. need. I mean, that's you're going to see a lot of guys that you're not going to see. Andy got hit a lot. Last a ton year. of jerseys. Yeah, he got hit a lot last yep. year. He did not have time to throw the ball. Well, the year he did, he was an MVP candidate until he broke his what hand, thumb. thumb? I think it was a thumb. Everybody's breaking thumbs. It's you know, it's a thing. It's a thing to do here in Cincinnati. And no, he cut his thumb. Um, Brady, uh, not Brady Quinn. Um, Tom Brady. Ready for the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's nothing to do with Cincinnati. But I'm saying it's a thing to do in the NFL. Ah. Yeah. I was referring to Suarez, who well, also broke That's a thumb. good point. Yeah, thumb. There we are. Suarez. So, that's that's pretty much all I got on the Bengals. Um, and they did release their schedule. Uh, I know they play a lot of away games at the beginning of the season, a lot of away games at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> they're, they're saying... You know, they do the strength of schedule stuff. Right. I hate, hate, hate any conversation that has to do with strength of schedule before the season's even started. First off, you don't know who anybody's drafted. Right. Second off, last year's team was last year's team. 
next year's team is next year's team. Exactly. How many free agency lost? How many people have retired? How many people are a year older? How many people are a year more mature from their rookie second year, third year seasons? And there's always that key injury in training. It's a terrible, terrible right. statistic to look at. So I'm not, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Okay, we won't. But, um, yeah, um, there's a lot of home games in the middle. So I'm okay with that. We'll see how it all breaks down. I'm but um, trying to make it to a game this year. Yeah, I think we got the uh, we got the AFC South. Uh, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't we get a Monday? We got one primetime game. Oh, that's uh, it? Week two. Thursday night. Thursday night. It is a Thursday night. We're Everybody finish. has one Thursday night. We we always lose on Thursday nights. Yeah, well, at least it's done early. And we is have like Halloween? a week. We have like a week seven bye, I think. Okay, I'm okay with it. That's a good break. Yeah. Yeah. It all is breaking down pretty well outside of a lot of away games early. A lot of away games like... Like three of the last four opening and closing are away. Right. So we'll see how it all breaks down. It'll be fine. But, uh, yeah, um, we're going to be active tomorrow night during the draft for uh, number one. So you can check us out on Facebook at Pardon the Punctuation. We're also going to be on Twitter at PTP Podcast Cincy. You can also check us out anytime on Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. And feel free to call us, because we got that set up now. Yes, I opened up the line, so hopefully someone will call, call in. You can call the hotline at 513-818-2077. Call us with your questions, your comments, your feedback, and any hot takes you might have. Ed? Yes, sir. You got anything good from the uh, the phone lines this week? We actually just got a call 16 minutes ago. I don't even want to play anything that we haven't listened to on the air already. Oh, but I'm, I can read it. It's fine. All right. That yeah. terrifies me. Well, we did get a call from a Jonathan Paul. John Paul? I, I don't know who he is. Some type um, of Pope name. It does, actually. I wonder if it is the Pope. Hmm. But uh, let's go ahead and, and listen to their question. Let me get that queued up here. And here we go. Hey, this is uh, Jonathan Paul from Norwood. Uh, Ed, I left your season tickets to the Xavier Musketeers at Will Call. I know how much you love that basketball team. Go Muskies. Gross. So I'm definitely not a Muskies fan. Gross. So, speaking of season tickets, hey, your boy is getting season tickets to the Bearcats basketball. Already have the season tickets for Bearcats football. So, How many? So, does your boy get to go with you? You'll be at some games. Yes. For both. That's what I'm talking about. Cool. That's what I'm talking about. Go um, to the new arena. So, speaking of the Bearcats, unless you had anything more you want to play? Well, the one we just got um, seems to be another Muskies fan. Uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to it. Yeah, hello. I, I I have a question. Uh, what 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 is the deal with all the you uh, see basketball players get in trouble all the time? Uh, if I don't recall, Donald Little. Did you say uh, getting snubbled like all the that. time? And trouble. Guys, and Xavier, they they're really good at basketball. And yeah, I think I think Xavier's gonna be really really good with steel. And he he's gonna take us to the promised land and maybe win a couple of national champions. But yeah. 
Then you see players, Yancy see Gates, saw them, they some thugs, uh, Xavier all the way. Huh. That went from a Hank Hill to an Indian? Yes. <laughs> um, so, that was weird. So, in response... Um, all I know is only one of those two teams that he just mentioned, being the Bearcats and Xavier, is under investigation by the FBI. That's a true statement. Hmm, weird. Yeah. Well, don't know how that happens. Hmm. Uh, but if another call... Well... Yeah. If another call comes in... Now, did a special little listener call in? Yes. Uh, I believe so. Shout um, out to my nephew, Liam, who listens to me religiously. It sounds like he's a big fan. Let's let's listen and find out. I like your videos. They're so cool. And especially about your favorite team. Those are, that, those are the best. But the one I like the most is the first one. I love you. So that was actually both my nephews, Liam and Micah. Uh, Micah got upset that Liam was talking to Uncle on the uh, the hotline, so he you can hear him getting upset in the background. He got very upset. I you mean, got you got a fan, man. Two of them. That's what I'm talking about. So, thanks for listening, little guys. Shout um, out. So, speaking of the Bearcats, they did release some uh, major dates this week. Um, Ohio State is going to be the home opener. <laughs> the home opener is. LeBron James just LeBron beat the just nailed one. Just beat the Pacers. So getting back to what we're talking about, the Bearcats, Ohio State eleven seven is going to be the home opener, and that's going to be brand new Fifth Third Arena. Yes, sir. I'm going to be there. Ha! Saw some pictures of the outside this week. It yeah. looks awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, UCLA is going to be December nineteenth, and because that's that one and one we we did with correct. Finish, this right? is uh this is our home. And Xavier, Crosstown Shootout, <laughs> is December 8th. This is the 85th Crosstown Shootout. And the first Are you allowed year? to call it the Crosstown Shootout anymore? Absolutely. All right. No, it's not a Crosstown Showdown. I don't... That's a terrible name. That's a horrible name. Horrible. I think the city council came up with that. <laughs> uh, no, it, you're absolutely allowed to call it Crosstown Shootout. And this is going to be the first Crosstown Shootout where we make Steel cry like a baby. Well, he's been there before. He knows. Yeah, but now he's head coach. All right. So he is the first one who gets to cry. Other big news out of Cincinnati this week. We signed a new player. Yes, we did. Juco All-American. Rayshon Fredericks. I'm actually really excited about this guy. Out of Motlow State University, where he's played the last two years. Uh, Last year. He averaged 7.7 points per game, 10.3 rebounds per game, shot 46.7% from the field. Uh, he can play the 2, 3, or 4. They're calling him a matchup nightmare. Okay. And uh, he's 6'6", 200 pounds, plays guard and forward, drifts. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm really excited about this class all of a sudden. And if Jacob Evans doesn't get drafted, I saw a mock where he went to Philadelphia. And if he goes to Philadelphia, I don't see him coming back. But yeah, I, I – if he comes back, we're stacked. If Jacob comes back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm really excited about this guy. Um, he sounds like a 
why did my mind just go blank? I don't know. Yep. But if you can get Kane Broom to tap into what he had before he got here into his Juco player and like his inner Juco. Right. And then you get what what this guy has. You're looking at, I mean, Kane Broom averaged, people forget, yep. he averaged, what, like somewhere around 20 points a game. It's somewhere in the, it was Kyle Washington. He sounds like a Kyle Washington. Okay. We brought Kyle in for the last two years of his you know, I mean, college He's a little career. shorter than Kyle. He is. He is. But um, sounds like he's going to be a, a guy who come in, plug him in right away, mm-hmm. and make a big difference. I mean, if he can float between two, three, and four. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And you hope because he's got the experience of playing Juco ball that he's maybe a little bit more experienced than like Moore was last year in right. his rookie season. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's freshman season, not rookie. but um, Same thing. I mean, you get it. But I don't know. I mean, they're they're stacking up well at this point, and I'm sure there's still maybe a move or two left um, before all said and done. It's I, I mean, I think Mix may have even been quoted as saying that it kind of depends on what Jacob does, right? So we'll see. Maybe we're done. Maybe we're not. But I don't know. They're starting to line up very nicely. The matchup I want to see this year, well, not matchup, but the combination I want to see this year is Kane Broom and Justin Jennifer together. It's going to be different. Uh, they didn't play out of that set from when I was watching no. a whole lot last year. No. Um, plus, you're going to have you know the added X factor of uh, Jaron. Right. Well, Cumberland. It's his team this year. It so. is. So. He'll step it up. We'll see how it all goes down. Plus, it goes back to that old school two guards. Yeah. And that's just not how NCAA or even NBA is this year. Or now. So. So, now that we talked about. The Cincinnati Bearcats. What you got on that Bearcat Jam? Bearcat Jam. So, um, just announced tonight, and by the way, he just tweeted me back when we started the show. Go on. Eric Hicks. Eric Hicks is now signed with the Bearcat Jam. Um, he confirmed on Twitter um, to my personal Twitter account. Now, he is Michelle's boyfriend, right? Right. So, that's who he is. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, Eric Hicks, he's... Actually playing still right now in the United States, he's playing for the Kentucky Enforcers, um, who are a very good team. Um, Enforcers. You didn't tell me to cue that up. Oh. Whoops. Well, that's okay. I don't think that's – it's Informer. The Kentucky Enforcers are kind of like what FC Cincy was about to be. They're the Kentucky Enforcers, but they play at Cincinnati Christian. In Cincinnati. So they're like what the Cincinnati stuff were when coach Melvin Levitt played for them. Where did they play? Uh, U.S. Bank. Well, it's still in Cincinnati. Oh. They're the Kentucky Enforcers, and they play in Cincinnati at Cincinnati Christian. Oh, I, th- I think I stopped listening. That's okay. That's all right. Um, but <laughs> I, was, I was excited to make my point. Wait, by the way. Happy birthday, Melvin. Yeah? Yeah, today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Melvin Levitt. Mr. The helicopter. helicopter. You got that queued up? Came from the... From oh, the rafters! No, I don't. Oh, you dropped I'll the ball find on it. that one. I'll find it. God, so that's good. still the greatest play. Ever. Um, but he has sent out new invitations to Troy Copain. Okay. Who's playing overseas right now. He still looks like a Nickelodeon character that okay. grew up. Kevin Johnson, my favorite. Okay. Okay. And I think he's still in Cincinnati right now. Um, Cashmere uh, he's Wright. He's from here. Yeah. But I don't think he's, like, overseas or anything. 
He went. Did he go to Lakota? No, I don't know. I don't I'll make you look it up. Yeah. Um, but Cashmere Wright. I, I did right? like Cashmere. Killer Cash. Uh, Shaq Thomas. Okay. And uh, everybody's favorite, Yancey Gates. Yeah? Yeah. What's that dude doing now? Uh, overseas. Okay. Yep. I think he's on the same team as Ellis. Which, did we say that last week, that Ellis was signed? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, but there are still pending invitations out to Deontay Vaughn and Dion Dixon. Okay. Um, there was one for Hicks, but he signed. Um, currently ranked ninth in the Midwest, and we are gaining some steam. So, finally, uh, local media has talked about him. Oh, I saw, they caught up with us? Yeah. Well, you know, can't all be trendsetters like us. I mean, Not you, Mo. We love you. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. You should watch your mic when you're talking with your hands i hit the filter <laughs> um but yeah so 1530 uh posted something on their facebook yesterday be way cool if they put something about us they should they should hey mo <laughs> how's it going things um, got weird yeah um <laughs> i don't know where else going and then lance uh put something on his uh, facebook page I, they, what 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 lance huh yeah, he put something on his Facebook page yesterday, too. So hopefully that'll give us some more votes. I know there's a bunch of other uh, podcasts and blogs out there who are trying to get the votes. Um, O-Varsity is trying to get out there. Um, the votes for Bearcat Journal. Correct, correct. Um, Bearcat Journal, uh, they're trying to get some votes out there. Um, did we win? I don't know. We may have just won no, the Redskins. we lost. Oh, so the winning People streak are just is just smiling over. because of the bobbleheads or something. Is there a bobblehead? I don't know. People I don't collect those anymore. Smiling. Dang. Ugh. Streak was over before it's, it started. Is that our fault too? No. Okay, good. Um, it's Castellini's fault. What was I talking about? The Bearcat Jam. Yeah, but anyways, there's other guys out there trying to get them. Yeah. Um, you know, and now that Hicks was signed, he's, we're going to get a lot more votes. So we'll see how it all goes down. And again, we'll be there. I can't wait. It's, I'm so excited. I don't, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> just live. Just, oh, let's just go. All right. We'll take a camera. It'd be way cool if this whole tournament was in Texas. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. <laughs> It's on uh, Amazon Prime now. Nice. Yeah, I was watching it in the gym the other day when I was doing 10 miles on the bike. Um, So, we covered all the topics that we wanted to get to. I think so. So, is there anything else that you want to talk about before we get into rounding third? I don't believe there is. What about our sabermetrics? Oh, yeah. Shout out. So, with our new host, um, we Podbean. get some... Yes, Podbean. We get some great um, statistics. Analytics. That we, analytics, statistics. I like you know, fancy. The, hey, say it, you know. And uh, it turns out we are nationwide. Prestige, Steve, Worldwide. We're, we're not worldwide yet. I'm waiting for that day. Um, it'll happen, at least in August. If you travel out of the country, just download us out of the country. So Don't even listen. Just, just download it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but we have uh, one download in Oregon. Seven Shout in- out Oregon. Right. You're all the way over there. 
I don't know anybody in I Oregon. I don't know anybody in Oregon. I, oh, well. If I, if I if we do, I feel bad that we don't know who's yeah, in Oregon. If we do, give us a shout-out out on, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, somewhere. Let give us, us a know. call. Yeah. Call, Something. call the hotline. Call the hotline. 513-818-2077. That's right. Uh, seven downloads in California. One in Indiana. Shout out Cali. That's, that's impressive, too. I pretty sure that's probably regardless probably somebody famous <laughs> um that's it maybe Dax Shepard something like that maybe maybe um Kentucky uh we have two is he still famous yes um oh. two in Florida yeah and of course a bunch in Ohio nice so well shout, shout out, out all, the, all the other states that are listening to us uh we, we thank you for your time and uh yeah that's awesome yeah all right, here we go into rounding third. Ed. Yes, sir. Have you watched the Andre the Giant documentary yet? I have not on HBO. Or Paterno? No. Yep, both are available on HBO right now. Do you have I HBO? I don't have HBO. Sign up for the free trial. I did that already. <laughs> oh, there it is. Make yep. another email address and sign up for <laughs> another free trial. I'll use this one. <laughs> I'll use this one. Uh, no, both were really, really good. Um I will say, uh, Danielle got a little emotional watching Andre the Giant. I bet, dude. The I he know it died alone. Spoiler alert! Oh, okay. um, he died alone in a hotel room. Like there was no one else there after everything was already over. Like he just was in a hotel room and died by himself. So, in that, is the Big Show really his son? Uh, no. Okay, no, right. that wasn't even brought up. I no, there was rumors. Um. I don't know. It's really cool to see uh, HBO and WWE kind of yeah. growing together like that. Um, yeah. And Bill Simmons, uh, one of my favorite writers, anyway, um, actually was all part of that as well. Um, and he, of course, is like the guy who kind of started the 30 for 30s and all that. The um, 30 for 30 on Ric Flair is amazing. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, Paterno, also really good. Um, kind of weird, but... Uh, I can't see anybody else playing the part of Joe Paterno than uh, Al Pacino. I mean, it is was, that who played it? Mm-hmm. Nice. It was uh, just a, a lot deeper look than I feel like I really had. Otherwise, I guess the family kind of got upset about how he was portrayed. But I don't know. I mean, of course, it's Hollywood. Yeah. Ified. Yeah. But they gotta I get don't the, know. Get the ratings. Yeah. Well, it was straight to HBO. So. Well, you know, HBO, straight to TV movies, so. Better than Lifetime. I'm going to have to check it out. Yep. I'm sure it'll show up somewhere on the internet. So, the Buffalo Bills said they're in desperate need of a quarterback. Your thoughts? (laughs) Listen, all the people in Cincinnati that were screaming for A.J. McCarron over Andy. Right. I just... No, I never believed in it. Like, it was always Andy for me. Always. Yeah. AJ had his chance. He had a couple games. He did all right. He got the Pittsburgh game, and he didn't do anything with it. You were in playoff football. You had you had the, the bull. You didn't grab it by the horns. Wow. The defense kept you in the game, and then the defense lost the game for you with the way that that all went down. But he didn't do anything to win the game. No. Win yeah, the game. 
maybe he'll get a start. Maybe he won't. I don't disagree. I think I think Buffalo actually is in a worse place with AJ McCarron at the helm than they were with Tyrod Taylor. Are you saying that Tyrod, aka Ty God, apparently right. they're calling him? What? Yep, Ty God. That's a weird name. Yep. Blame Dan Levitard show. It's the Dan Levitard show. I We're think that's trademark. That, that's all trademark. Oh, we can't. No, I didn't say that. No. That that didn't happen. Scrub that. What? So are we here? No. Okay. So I don't know. What do you think about Buffalo? Um, I don't know, man. I it's, it's just a weird thing to say when you sign a guy who wants to be a starting quarterback, vocal about being starting quarterback, and, and you, you already say want to draft his replacement right early just weird i hope they make the playoffs again i maybe this time since you know maybe they'll send us some wings as long as they don't take our spot in the playoffs i don't care what they do so did you see this week that ucf made national championship rings no way yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is the national championship celebration that won't end and i think it's hysterical I hope it never ends. So they made rings. I believe they're giving them to the players and the coaches and all that. Um, A question that I heard that was brought up, if the players get these rings, are they going to be in turn taken away? Because you can't give anything to a player. There's probably a monetary value that they can stay below. If these have diamonds. Cubic I don't know, man. Circonials? Is that how it is? Circonium. Circonium. Pardon his punctuation. Yeah, pardon it. Or spelling or word. Something. Yeah, I mean, they gave... They they had them made. Um, They're they're out there. You can look at them. And I believe they're giving them to the entire staff and the players. Go for it. Very interesting. Yeah. So, what is your favorite moment in sports? Ever? Yeah. God. That I've been alive for or before that? That you've been alive for. All right, because I don't know. I, I got to roll some things out that I didn't get to watch, per se. Like? um, I didn't really get to. I, I believe it was 82 that the Miracle on Ice happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, That's pretty pretty important sports moment in history. Um, Ali Frazier. Okay. All right. Um. UC two national championships. I would have loved to have seen that. Mm-hmm. Same. I would love to have seen Oscar play. Um, I don't really remember the Bengals even losing the two Super Bowls they went to. Two, right? Sorry. Two, yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that I could have seen but didn't, obviously. Um been alive for it i remember i remember the celebration for the reds world series i remember that i remember that too more vividly i remember blowing a 2-0 lead you had to bring that up i mean yeah they did my boy matt lee too is wrong i think the todd frazier home run derby was incredible that was a great 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 sports moment in this city that's probably one or two for me um I don't know. That, I got chills that night. That Melvin Levitt dunk. 
Yes. I'm not even kidding. Like that's one of one of the best city sports memories. Um I don't know. I mean I love that dunk. Outside of that. Um I don't know. I mean lots of other teams have won and done different things, but I don't know. None of them stand out to me the way that, you know, my hometown memories stand right. out. So like being there for the uh crosstown shootout that we didn't win. Right. Um that was awesome. That was pretty awesome. That oh man. That being game. there for the walk off home run the second game of the season when uh this was what, two, three years ago? Um catcher hit the home run. Um was it uh Hernandez. Okay. I was it Hannigan yeah. or no, Ramon Hernandez, when he hit the walk-off home run. Um, that was really cool to be at. Um, I don't know. There's just being <laughs> one of one of my favorite memories, honest to God, was uh, Hannah's first Reds game, my, my little sister's first Reds really? game. Really? Um, yeah, because it was the last Reds game I went to with my dad. Oh, okay. And uh, he kept yelling, choo-choo, because <laughs> uh, Shinsu Chu was here. That guy looks good. Um, so I don't know. I mean, there's there's different reasons that everybody has different. That's a good point. Different memories. So I didn't even think about that one right in that question. That's a good. That's a yeah. good answer. Well, what about you? Um, the Todd Frazier thing has to rank up there. Yeah. Um, first one that comes to mind is actually the farewell game, uh, the very last game played at uh, Riverfront. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Major League. It was uh, the Pete Rose softball game. And went there with my brothers and my dad. And uh, that was a pretty cool game. Especially Pete trying to slide into first at his age. That was that was probably that's probably number one. And then the and then the Todd Frazier home run derby. I liked watching LeBron win his first championship. You got also his first championship for Cleveland. Oh man! So. I forgot about that. Can we just talk about how I should be in the NBA? Well, let's talk about what you think about this year's NBA playoffs. It's uh, it's my boy Lance. Playoff Lance. Playoff Lance. Okay. Playoff Lance. He's he's doing big things there in Indianapolis. They just lost, but um, what about like the Sixers winning? Trust the process. I'm I'm liking this too. I um, like Embiid. I like Embiid throwing little Kevin Hart. In, in the, the air, air. <laughs> holding him up like yeah. a, like he's that, a little uh, doll, flash dance or whatever. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> um, so you can't Philly, not like this team. If Philly wins the NBA championship, does um, what's his name again? Joel Embiid. No, who? Comedian Kevin Hart. Thank you. Right. Does Kevin Hart try to get up on the stage again and then get denied? Um, no, not. Not in the NBA. This time, Embiid just lifts them up. The NBA does things a lot differently. Well, you know. Um, Brady, Tom Brady was here. They might actually know who he is here. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, you also had uh, the Blazers getting swept. Yep. Nobody saw that coming. Um, the Jazz doing big things with an actual rookie. Salt Lake City coming back. To the rookie of the year who's in his sophomore year. I watched that video. I got chills. On what? When he was uh You're gonna have to be more specific. Who they were they're getting ready to interview him. I don't remember his name. They're getting ready to interview Salt Lake. They're getting ready to interview him and the crowd just wouldn't stop 
they just kept cheering his name, like MVP and stuff like that. The rookie? Yeah, I think that's um, who it was. I gotta, what's his name? If I would have thought about it, I would have queued it up. But. All right. All um, right. I need to figure out his name before the show's over. Go for it. Well, since you asked that question, um, is James versus Stevenson the next Jordan versus Bird? No. Okay. Well, I think it is. All right. Tell me your reasons why, and I'll tell you why not. Because it's playoff Lance. Okay. It's the biggest story in the NBA right now. Currently, yes. Except for me. It's the biggest story. Okay. I just... It's fun to watch. Donovan Mitchell is the rookie. Yep. That was him. Yep. He's really good. He is. Um, No, the reason is this not the next Jordan Bird. That's really what you want to compare it to? It could be. No. Okay. Lance is not... Who's Lance then? Bird. Is he? No. For no reason is he Larry Bird. It's still a big rivalry. He can't hit the three. His he, shorts aren't as short. He's not white. He hit the. He's three. not even an all star. He could be. He on what team? If he played in like what he, world? He should have been an all star. His first time around. I tried really hard not to be a UC homer, but it shines through. But even with Lance Stevenson, I can't be like. Dude pushed a girl down the stairs. That was a long time ago. Larry Bird never did any of that. Okay. And he was good. Larry Bird likes Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson is a very good defender on LeBron James, and he gets in his head more than any other player in the entire NBA. When I will is LeBron going to start charging him a rent? For what? Being in his head. Oh, my God. All right. It's time to move on. Okay. So... Who is your favorite draft pick that the Bengals took last year? And who is your least favorite? If John, you need a refresher, I have all of them. Or John right Ross. Now. John Ross is your favorite? But I want to see him play. Okay. I still think he could be a big part of the game. All right. For those of you who don't know, just to recap. Go for it. John Ross, number one. Joe Mixon, number two. Number three, Jordan Willis, defensive end. Carl Lawson, number four, defensive end. Also in the fourth round, Josh Malone, wide receiver. Ryan Glasgow, defensive tackle, also in the fourth round. We had three fourth rounders. Yeah. Uh, Brian Hill, running back in the fifth round. Jordan Evans, sixth round. I believe he's a linebacker. Uh, Brandon Wilson, safety in the sixth round also. And players not noted are Jake Elliott, kicker, taken in the fifth round. And J.J. Dealman, I believe he's a lineman, um, offensive lineman, taken in the fifth round. Hmm. So you mentioned Mixon. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, Mixon one. Mm-hmm. John Ross two. Okay. I don't know who my least favorite is. That it's too it's too early to it's too early to figure that out. Okay. Fair enough. But my number one, go for it, is Joe Mixon. Yep. My number two is Jake Elliott. Okay. I was really sad we cut him. I had him on my fantasy team. Of course. He won me some games pretty much single-handedly. Uh, like two where he had crazy, crazy points for a kicker. Because he's blasting 50-plus yard kicks. And that's gold in fantasy football. That's a good point. 
Uh, least favorite, though. Uh, and Carl Lawson comes in a close third. Okay. Um, he very well could have been defensive player of the year. Uh, not player of the year, but rookie of the year. Um, I don't know. I mean, least favorite. I don't know if I have one yet either. Um, Great. Just with it being so soon. Um, I had high hopes for Josh Malone. And I know you say John Ross is your number one, number two, somewhere in there. Um, two. Two? Two. He might be my least favorite. Okay. Only because you can't be a number one guy, go number nine overall, and play one game and catch one one ball. Right. And fumble. Well, and then but I have John Ross at two, and he only he have one. I think he had one catch. Yeah. I I don't know. I I really hope his work with uh, this off season and the new receiver, well, the receivers coach as well, yeah. who came in from uh, Philly. Yeah, he worked with Deshaun Jackson. They are comparing him a lot to Deshaun Jackson. So we'll see what that all holds, and let's see what happens with this draft. I'm okay with it because maybe you can have somebody come in who can give some of these other players either a push to be better or. I don't know, uh, put them in a little bit less of a light and right. more in a shadow to where they're not the guy, and maybe that takes some of the pressure off. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Yeah. What is your favorite episode of Friday Night Lights? <laughs> I thought about this one when I was at the gym. Oh, man. Favorite episode. Um. Ah, God. I really don't know. Where Saracen takes over. Okay. Where they're out on the property in Texas. Okay. The, where the the property that he wants to buy. Right. Just hanging out. And, like, I don't know. That, that particular scene just reminded me so much of high school when right after we graduated, um, me and some other people went to um, Harbin Park. Oh, no. All night, I was thinking. Like, the night of graduation. Where okay. We, literally like our last day of class me and like anthony christian and paul and i don't know we just went out all night right the only night i think i was ever like out all night where my mom was like cool with it while i was in high school except um, for those nights to, like we sneak hung out. out except for those nights we hung out in the back of the truck in yeah, your driveway no we do yeah um but no i mean i don't know you just talk about what life is going to be like and i mean i just saw like glimpse of like what my night was like that night from yeah. uh like a different perspective it was it was cool um that was a good episode though yeah and then of course Texas forever <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh i think my favorite episode someone uh, street no i feel like street is secretly your favorite player no he's not no way no saracen all right saracen's an easy one yeah for sure um For some reason, the one that always comes back to my head is when um, J.D. McCoy, mm-hmm. his dad was... No, that... It's usually an episode where Coach gets super emotional. Like, like don't mess with my players or I'll destroy you. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. That's right. So, probably any episode where Coach just gets emotional. I feel it like just... you should set up a wall when we come down to record the podcast that we can hit on our way oh I've thought about in. that <laughs> I've completely thought about that when I first built this place 
just put clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. I put that in my, uh, my leadership philosophy. It's so good. At work. It makes me feel just warm inside. There you go. So my last question for you. Go for it. Where are the white girls at? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> the first... <laughs> For those of you who don't know. Hey, man. Where are the white women at? Oh, man. That's the very first phone call we get. So he doesn't know it yet, but we trace it back to one Josh Chow. Thanks for the the shout-out, Chow. We just got another phone call. All right. Um, This is weird. Yeah, I have a question for you, too. How do you find Will Smith in a snowstorm? You look for the fresh prints. Get out of here. You, do, do, do you get it? Fresh prints? Hold on one yeah, second. Yeah, let me know. Hold on one second. What are you doing? Alright, well, do you have a last question? Or is that... I do have a last question. Alright. But it's not working. Alright. So, we'll have to figure this out. We are still trying to figure out the audio for for videos. That's been... uh... We're trying to figure out how I can do the interview. All right. But I think I have it. Uh, My last question, and I'm going to have to play this video for you, but I'd like your reaction to these comments from one Adrian Broner after his draw. I haven't heard these, but I heard that it was pretty controversial. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's Cincy through and through. All right. I'm not going to play the real controversial part, just this, this part. Show right me what you got. All right. Final thought, would you like to fight Vargas again based on this draw? Hell yeah, but, but let's go to my town. You know, you know, I, I want to fight him where I'm from. There's hella Mexicans and shit in here. Everybody keep booing me and shit. They want rice and chicken. I want some motherfuckers that want some conies around me. <laughs> so I thought you weren't going to play the controversial stuff. That was pretty controversial, wasn't it? <laughs> I just cut out the part where he just wants some conies. <laughs> Hold on. Just this part. Retake. Three, two, one. This hella Mexicans and shit in Nope. That's not it. <laughs> that's not it either. Right here. Ponies around me. Chicken. I want some motherfuckers that want some cones around me. I don't know how I'm gonna fix this. <laughs> so <laughs> that 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 concludes the show. I think. Um, outside of what's in what's in Ed's fridge, Jesus God Almighty. <laughs> Um, oh man, let me grab what's in Ed's fridge here. What is in my fridge? Jesus. I hope there's some conies in there. No, 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 no more conies. No conies. Or any talk otherwise. No conies in my fridge. Jesus. What is this? Oh, Doom, Doom's pedal, huh? All right. So, I have. By Mad Tree Brewing Company, rounding third, conveniently. That's a good beer. It is, from what I hear. I've never actually tried it. Uh, 6.5%. 
It is a red IPA. Whoa! Brewed here in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hello? Hello? Is this... Hello, this is Bill. You're, you're on the air. Is this the gentleman who wanted us to find Fresh Prince? Yeah, yeah. Can you, can you tell me where to find uh, Will Smith in a snowstorm? <laughs> we, we heard the joke already. You, it was on the air. Yeah, yeah. You look for the Fresh Prince. Yep, that's twice. All right, so not good. Well, I just want just want to say thanks for the phone call. Thanks um, for the phone call. Go Bearcats. Bill. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys, are, you guys are awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. So oh, it works Lord. now. We figured it out. Beer needs baseball, and baseball needs beer. It always has been this. That's awesome. a true statement. What do you got over there, Ed? I'm going to drink some 50 West Doom Petal. It's a white ale. I, to be honest with you, don't think I've ever had this before. You're so. drinking white. I'm drinking red. Let's do this. Cheers, buddy. Good show. Yes, sir. Anything you want to say about the beer before you drink it? Um, 50 West. I usually like their stuff, so let's give it a shot. That's a good one. Dude, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. In memory well, of our friend Alan White. A wheat beer that's unfiltered, hazy, like your last road trip. If you're looking for an introductory red IPA, uh, this is the one, Brown Tree, or Mad Tree, Rounding Third. That is a good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is really good. This 50 West Doom Pedal. Just What's the alcohol content? I don't know. All right. Let's look it up. has to be on there. It has to be, yes. 5.5. There it is. There it is. All right. Thanks for listening. Check us out. Facebook, pardon the punctuation. Twitter, at PTP Podcast Cincy. Instagram, pardon underscore the underscore punctuation. Phone number, call us anytime you want. Questions, comments, feedback, hot takes. 513-818-2077. Until next week, I'm Aaron. And I'm Ed. We'll see you. See you later.